This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to the Freemasons Podcast, coming to you live from Morningstar Lodge number 47. Leave your aprons at the door, my brother. Hello and welcome to the Freemasons Podcast. I am your host, Right Worshipful Brother George Mudry, and with me tonight... Brother Rocco. Brother Daniel. Worshipful Brother Ken. And the first thing we're going to do is plug our sponsorship, www.thefreemasonspodcast.com. Um, I have a bunch of white, plain Freemason podcast shirts uh, at my house. I'm selling them for 15 bucks a pop. If you want one, hit me up. Hit me up through Messenger and uh, let me know. They are on the actual uh, podcast.com, uh, but they're $20, so I'm actually giving you a $5 discount if you get them through me. Uh, you could send me Apple Cash or PayPal, and I'll get your shirt out there. I also have a couple other shirts that I still haven't sent out yet. I've been kind of slack and been busy, and so i got to get the Rob Father, who, will, we, who we will talk about uh, a little bit later and what he's been doing, but it's kind of funny. We actually had one of those Illuminati Brotherhood people hit oh, up the okay. Facebook page. Nice. Bad move. Nice. <laughs> and Rob Fowler, brother Rob Fowler's been all over him. But we'll get into that later. Uh, shout-outs. First thing we're going to do, we're going to give some shout-outs to uh, two people. Actually, one of which filled out a petition well, Thursday we met with him. Me and Ken. Was it Thursday? Thursday? Yes. Yeah, it was Thursday. Last Thursday. Yep. Last Thursday it was uh, you and I. He was up here. And yes. That would be Roger Hernandez. Uh, and the other shout-out no is... No relation. Douglas Berry Jr. What? <laughs> what? Roger Hernandez. Roger Hernandez. Yes. Yeah. That's no why I said no relation. Yeah. No relation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. The only relation you have is to Aaron Hernandez, correct? Right. Yeah. Right, right. He was. Right. Distant cousin. Yeah. Distant cousin. Yeah. Really? Crazy. Yeah. Crazy words. Yeah. Distant. Literally. Yeah, that's not true. But. You're all crazy. I know. It's <laughs> yeah. true. Nothing we is true. We present it as fact. I will say, I had a decent story of actually going out, and a buddy of mine basically was like, everybody knew my last name. He was like, yeah, we were distant cousins of him, because he kind of looked like Aaron Hernandez. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Did that get you anywhere in the bar? It got him, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Cool. It got him, uh, no, it got him a girl interested in him, because... He did look like Aaron Hernandez, and that was how the whole conversation came up. Uh, yeah, good yeah. times. How, how do you good times. with that line? Oh, it was yeah. hilarious. You know, how does that lie? Is that it line lie. just like, it was just, yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> I don't know if that nowadays it's going that well. But yeah. Anyway, not, not very shout out. Not very yeah. Masonic. Roger Hernandez yes. and Douglas Berry. Brethren, right hand arms. To arms. arms. Ready. 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 Aim. 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 Fire. Good fire. Fire all. Together, brothers. Viva! 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 All right. Two more plugs. The uh, Freemasons Podcast Facebook page and the community page, which this is actually, this live is only exclusively to the community page. Today, we're going to be doing listeners' questions. Mm-hmm. I have questions on here that the reason why we're using your phone and not my POS is because that's not iOS, POS. So that you can actually use your So that POS. I can actually use my POS. Dig it. Uh, uh, but we're going to be answering questions. So if you've got any questions about Freemasonry or anything in general that has to do with the podcast and or Freemasonry or anything of that nature, even for us, you can ask us questions. Uh, fire away. We, and we might get it right this week since we're not being electrocuted this we're time. We're not being electrocuted this time. Although, it's in the other <laughs> room charging. Just yeah. throwing it out there. Dan. Actually, Dan, you took a pop off it earlier. Yeah, I did. And so did Rocco. I did as well. <clears throat> I was actually less than I expected. Yeah. After hearing, I also do it for a profession. You do so, it for a profession. Yeah, That's it is. Right. Yeah. Hey, Rocco. What, <laughs> yeah. You did what it on the a number hundred? you hit it on first? What was the number you did? 20. No. No, 20, when I was holding it tight. 100. No. Yeah. The first I, I, I panned yeah. through the whole thing on you. So and you were the, the highest? No. No, that's God, what I'm saying. No, no. No, no, Who no. was the highest? 100. You I hit you full power. Okay. Him and Dan. That's yeah. what I figured. Yeah. That's what I figured. Yeah. I, was, I was like, wait. Yeah. Tense. You guys wait, have to put your hands arm. in like a salt water bath first yeah. and <laughs> grab onto the thing. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, I did, you do feel the electricity flowing up. Yeah, it all your muscles. Yeah, all your muscles in your arm. But so this is for the community page. Any questions? Anything you want to ask? Fire it in. That's what this is all about. You could start right away so that we have uh, a plethora of questions later. But uh, the other thing I want to uh, plug is the YouTube channel. Uh, YouTube channel we have. I've been putting up videos. Even this, the live ones are going on YouTube. Uh, subscribe. Like the videos. Please. Anything you can do to help out. Patreon. Patreon is still a thing. We also have Discord, which is part of Patreon, which you can basically run your mouth with us all day. And that's what we do. We Break stones. There's all kinds of funny pictures that were put up not too recently yeah, about Captain Canuck. Mm-hmm. Captain Canuck, <laughs> which was the Canadian superhero. Um, Joe's, uh, what was it? Joe wanted uh, his superpower to be ass lightning. Yeah, ass lightning. <laughs> what? Yeah, <laughs> hey, you want to find out about it? Uh, Get on Patreon yeah. again. Three, five, seven, and or nine. Or rather, if you don't, I mean, <laughs> three, five, five, seven, really? and nine. Is the different levels of uh, that you can join? Pikachu. It's actually it's a pretty funny picture too. Like if you see the picture, that's all the pictures is is Joe as a Pikachu. (laughs) I don't get it. I'm gonna have to to go back. back. Anyway, three, five, seven, and nine is the different levels. Uh, So if you want to, uh, if you want to join Patreon, it's three dollars, five, seven, or nine dollars a month. It's less than a pack of cigarettes. Yeah. No. no. Yeah, absolutely. In well, Connecticut. Pack- it's you one morning coffee. Your house for a carton, dude. It's yeah. one morning coffee. I'm just saying. Especially if you go yeah. to Starbucks. But depends uh, where you live. Yeah. Depends where you live. Yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> uh, we're going to move on to Franklin's 13 Virtues. The last one we did was tranquility, right? Nope. Humility. 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 Yep. Were you humble? Uh, was I humble? This last week at work. Yes, I kind of feel like I was. I mean, I gave credit to my staff. I didn't take any credit for myself. Mm -hmm. I didn't really deserve any credit, but I didn't take any credit. 
because they did a great job and I made sure that they got the credit that they deserved. Yeah, I think I was fairly humble. Nice. At least in my professional life. All right. What did you do? Were you well, humble? I, I, I think I missed that one. I, I skipped over tranquility because I really I, I wish I was tranquil. But anyway. Um, we all do. No. Yeah. Humility. Um, Were you I'm trying humble? to think. Was I humble? Yeah. I, mm. I was taking care of my kids by myself. So, yeah, I was humble. Very nice. Dan. I worked too much last uh, week. Yeah. Humble. humble. I honestly, what I'll say is I wasn't not humble. But I can't actually give an example that I was humble for mm-hmm. any reason. So you didn't get like, a negative strike against you in, uh, in Ben Franklin's rubric there. So <laughs> yeah. That's always a good thing. Awesome. Uh, all right. So we're going to move on to the next card. Who, which one of you? I picked, like, the first one. You I picked think. the first one. Is Rocco picked the card? I think Rocco's picked the card. I picked uh, in a long time. I've picked one in a long all time. All right. There's three. Yeah. What do you got? What do you got, Rocco? Nice. You know what? Moderation. Moderation. Oh, okay. oh that was your. That was uh, yours. See, I've been really bad with this lately. Right. <laughs> Moderation. Let's read this it. A good right. one. Yeah. Let's read it. Go Moderation. Ahead. Avoid extremes. Forbear resenting injuries so much as you think they deserve. Choose extreme positions or acting toward others in extreme ways often ends up with negative consequences for you without any real benefit avoid taking positions or behaving in ways that bring harm toward others unless you intentionally are bringing harm in which case be careful in the amount of harm you bring that's wow that last part they took that they took that yeah that that was the the last part of it was not benjamin franklin's that was moderation i think just is I think someone depressed wrote that at the end. Extreme. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, I don't, <laughs> I'm just I don't, saying. I don't yeah. know why they took it to that one. Yeah, but it's... anyway, moderation. Hmm. Layman's terms, basically do everything in moderation. Don't eat too much. You know, don't swear too much. Don't, you know, get angry too much. Yep. You know, and all that. So, this how do you think a, we'll do? Yeah, I. you know what? I'm going to be horrible this with this one. <laughs> I have a problem with Rocco's going to do fine. I either go big us. or way harder than I should. Absolutely. I have an issue with this. All right, so we picked. I actually, card. this is my quote the last time. I cleaned it up. Uh, moderation is for cowards. Anything worth doing is worth overdoing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just remember, we're live. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right. Anyway, all right, we're gonna get into some uh, listener questions. First thing I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go. Uh, how many masons? Uh, Garrett Wright says, how many masons does it take to figure out a camera? A bunch, clearly, because. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some of us are trained in these kinds of things, and we still can't figure it out. It's, <laughs> it's all about pressure. Pressure makes things. Some difficult. of these people just don't go near it when three masons are on it. <laughs> I'm not yeah. going near it. All right, Joe Oxley. What does the Joe Normish shirt look like? I actually have. It's a good question. I, I, I have it. I, I haven't put it to shirt yet. Um, I've been again. I've been. I got a lot to monitor, so. <laughs> I really haven't, but let me find well, Joe's. You know, I would check my phone, but... Uh, any kind of Joe Normus image could go anyway. Yeah, could go exactly. Anyway. And, yeah, you got to screen half of that. Are they going to keep it clean? Who is to say? I'm going to hold this up to the camera so everybody could see the image. Okay. Let me know if you can see that, Dan. Um, hold on. <laughs> he's get, as he's, he's getting, getting a call. getting a phone call, so you're, you're, you're talking about the wrong person right now. You gotta give me a second. Come on now. Sorry about that. We really need more devices. Yeah, I know. Right we definitely do. Join That's Patreon. So I feel like sure. we are. Yeah, I can see it. Okay. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, that looks pretty good. 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 Yeah
next question was, uh, is Puppet George Puppet sleeping George. or passed out? I'm sitting here saying, why is this asshole coming out right now? Careful, <laughs> we're live. Mouth. He's still an asshole. Oh. There's Puppet there George. He is. Put him on the table. <laughs> there he is with his bushy uh, eyebrows and half-lidded eyes. Jeez. All right, but he's up there. Staring Puppet right George at is hanging out. He's being very quiet today. All right, Tyler Wood, Tyler Sean Woodford, great questions. Here we go. We're gonna go around the table. How has your Masonic journey made you into the man you are today? Ooh, Ken, go. All right. Well, um, <clears throat> I'm gonna have to go back to my professional life. Um, look, I'm a I'm a computer guy, right? I'm a nerd. Mm. You can relate, Rocco. I can relate. Right. We're not really outgoing people. We tend to be introverts. Um, in my current role, I'm expected to, because I'm in a senior leadership position, I have to give a lot of presentations. I have to talk to a lot of people. Um, I have to do it in a large forum sometimes. There's you know 50 or 60 people in the room. That's unnerving for me. It's not something that I'm used to doing. Um, but what prepared me for that was doing ritual in the lodge room. Because you have... You know, thirty dance faces completely. Oh, you were doing it. Dance faces completely blocked up by the mic thing. That was funny. Go ahead. You have thirty or forty guys that are. You know, they all know the words too. I mean, the the candidates don't necessarily know what you're saying, but there's thirty or forty other guys in the room that, to a certain extent, know what you're about to say, and you want to make sure that you get it word perfect, and that's a lot of pressure. And after doing that for five or six years, it really helped my public speaking abilities. So, I mean, there are definitely other reasons, I'm sure, you know, many reasons about, you know, why masonry has made me a better man today. But that's just the first one that pops into my head. Like, that just made it so much easier to be, you know, the, the person in my role at work. I'm going to jump in and, and, and tag right along in there. I'm going to say that masonry has helped me in the same way um, by enabling me to speak publicly. Um, so... You know, I, I did previously work in a field where I did have to get in front of people. Not very often. It was unnerving, and, and I wasn't good at it, and I didn't like it. Um, going through masonry after about four or five years of ritual work and making mistakes in front, honestly, just making mistakes in front of 20 other guys, mm -hmm. um, gaining a level of confidence with others just in public has been a major a major thing um to the point where like you know i would get up at a funeral and be the one to offer to speak if so if if no one is um and and things like that so you know it hit it hit home for me the and, lodge and is a safe place to make mistakes yeah dan yeah fire uh, repeat the question question was how has your masonic journey made you into the man you are today um uh, mine would probably be just taking my life commitments a little more seriously mm -hmm. like when i first got into masonry i didn't realize kind of how serious it really was and that's exactly it and the you know one of the main things everyone emphasizes on is uh how it's an obligation you're actually making oaths to people to brothers to abide by these certain rules and i mean don't get me wrong we all make our own mistakes but just keeping <laughs> keeping in line with myself and everything 
Completely off track. But Sorry, I'm <laughs> too ahead. Like, what is he doing? Um, Playing with Puppet George. No, yeah, when it comes down to it, taking things more seriously. I take my work more seriously. I have the things that I have now because, and I think Mason Reed definitely pushed me in that direction of taking my life and more commitments serious, seriously. I think for me, it's a, a lot of a lot of different things. One of the things that's that's big for me is um, how I act. I try to act much differently than I would because, like for instance, I drive for a living. I drive in traffic. We all know George is a hothead in traffic. Yep. Okay, but before I flip out and and lose my mind and start screaming and yelling and swearing and flipping the bird at people, I wonder to myself. Is that a brother in the car? I have Masonic stickers in the back of my car. I have Masonic little circle yeah, things and everything. Seen, yeah, your car is completely decorated. What are they going to think about me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are they going to think about the fraternity? Yeah. So that's number one with me. Number two is I'm a very goal-oriented, driven person for the most part. Uh, again, I could fall off the wagon from here in time. And again, I'm f- f- terrible with procrastination and everything. But I am also very go, 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 go. And I mean, realistically in life, what do you look forward to? Uh, You look forward to being 18 or 16 having your own car. You look forward to being 18 and being able to vote or buy cigarettes or drink in certain states. 21, you look forward to drink. Then you look forward to getting married. Then you look forward to having kids. And then you look forward to death. But those are all mean, well, big goals. Rental cars at 25. <laughs> yeah. That was yeah. a big milestone for me. I was like, I can rent a car See, no, I was in the military. Me. In the military at 21, you can uh, rent a car. Oh, really? But understand. Yeah. With the military ID. Yeah. Those are all major goals. But you have a whole lot of space in between that you can do things for personal accomplishment. Mm-hmm. I found Freemasonry like has given me a drive to do more and more and more it's personal goals that i don't really i mean i don't want to say spend money for but i mean realistically you know it's it's a volunteer thing that i can aspire to be a higher rank whereas i mean look at a job you are going to have a job but the chances of in, of advancement in your own job eh. once you're in it like me i'm a driver that's all i know yeah how to once do. you once I'm you get to a certain that's all i do all day you know what i mean like there's no I hope Facebook Live picked up the facial expression <laughs> because that was genius. But honestly, oh um, you know, there's no in my career. There's no advancing from what I'm doing. You know, whereas Freemasonry, I can constantly advance and move up, and it gave me goals to to things to aspire to. You know, other than that. So, next question, Peter Daigle. Serious question: How would your life be different if you were not Freemasons? There you go. Ken, lead it off. Oh, I have to start again. Yeah. All right. Um, you want to go back the other way? We'll go back to we'll yeah, it. Sp- let me think about that one a little Rocco. bit. Jeez. Because the first thing that comes to mind is... Putting you on the spot. How would your life be different if you were not a Freemason? It's ten. It's it's almost ten years. It's all or five, seven or eight years. It's close, but it, that many years, uh, I might be in jail. <laughs> I'm just trying to think. Like six what years ago, course? you wouldn't have been a mason. What? Yeah, if six years ago you wouldn't have become a mason, where would you be? Maybe in jail. I'm not joking. I mean, Jeez. think about it. Well, I, w- I was just gonna say. I mean, I would definitely. It's a definite potential I mean, be, I mean i mean i would have made i would have made negative life decisions 
Yes. I will say there that. I don't know that I it would have, you know, Escalated. ended up with us in jail or something mm. like that, but I definitely would have made worse Well, you're decisions. saying us. No, you're saying us. I'm, I'm saying specifically me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, I mean, say... No, let's say I don't have somewhere to go on a Saturday night, right? Where am I going? To a bar. Right. That's true. No, no, you're absolutely right. And I mean, when, I mean, you know, and when I, you know, prior to me having a family and getting married and doing all that stuff, I hung out in bars. Mm-hmm, right. And I yeah. know how good bars can be. Yeah. And, you know, I think about the crowd that I was with. Of course. And I think about where they are right now, too. Mm-hmm. Right. And some of them are in jail. Correct. You are right. Damn. Oh, yeah. Take it away. Cool. Where would you be if you were not a Freemason? I, I honestly, I think that's kind of a tough que- question to answer, mm-hmm. just because it's hard to see without. I mean, turn it in front of you. Oh, this way. Yep. I gotcha. Uh, I got a side mic. Sorry. Go the ahead. only yeah, always one up me by saying dead. <laughs> no, yeah, I have no idea. No, that, yeah. That would be what up. I have no idea where I would be. Honestly, I I have so many different activities that go on. I think my life would be a lot more boring is what I will say right. because a lot of my free time, not I don't want to say free time, a lot of my commitment and obligation is, you know, repetitive of things that I go to are Masonic events that we all plan and go to. Right. So I don't know what I would do to fill those gaps. I mean, right. I mean, I think life is a series of very small decisions, right? We make tons of decisions every day. Mm-hmm. I think without without a moral compass to kind of guide you That's exactly and to right. make you yeah. second guess all of those decisions, it's, the moral it's really difficult. Word. Right? It's, it's really difficult to know exactly where I would have ended up. Yeah. But I know I wouldn't be as happy and as dare I say, I mean, I'm not that successful, but I don't, I don't think I would be as successful as I am today, certainly, without I've seen your Freemasonry. Though, though. I, I think, think three things. Uh, I, I might have been in jail, yeah. <laughs> Just say it. Yeah, three I things for those me. Headshots. They'd be different. <laughs> three things for me. Number one, I wouldn't have the circle of friends that I have right now Absolutely. in Brothers. Yes. Uh, my, yeah. my circle of friends would be Agreed. much, much smaller. Yep. I'm also a very goal-oriented person in the driven when it comes to things that I'm, I'm passionate about. And Freemasonry is one thing I am very passionate about. And I tend to slip into some sort of a depression when I don't have something to do. You, know, you get what I'm yeah. saying? Like you can yeah. kind you of fall into change, a yeah. slumber. Yeah, slope. Yep. Yeah. So I would have to say that I definitely wouldn't have the same amount of friends I have in Brothers. You know, uh, I Community service things? I mean, realistically... I don't want to sound like a like a bad person or anything, but I mean, how many people who are I not Freemasons? None. Exactly. That's why I'm do here, though. Anything for the community. Community That's why service. I'm here. Right. That's you know what my community service reason is, is, would be is maybe every once in a while the Stop the girls on out the table, the girls outside a Stop and Shop. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? But it's, or it's those part of because you, you don't know. You might buy a box of cookies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You might buy a box That's of cookies. That's exactly it. But you don't, don't know that. To the high school. Oh, the high school's outside. Here's here's right. a few bucks. Outside you know? of masonry, you don't really know where your money or where your volunteer hours are going. Yeah, Whether exactly. it's going to a good cause. Exactly. If you do something for the fraternity, you know it's you going know to exactly a good what cause. You exactly you're into, yeah. So it just makes it easier. That's pretty much, I would be much smaller friends, probably looking for something that to give me purpose. And if I don't yeah. find it, I tend to my my whole mood, self esteem, everything goes, yep. you know. So, all right, Nathan Moss. 
Are you guys quite open about being Masons to other members of the public? Here in the UK, um, hey, first off, hi, what's up, brother Na uh, Nathan? What's up? Um, here in the UK, Masons tend to keep them keep it to themselves, and I actually don't know anyone who is a Mason until I saw someone with a very, very, very discreet lapel pin. <laughs> I'm guessing uh, from Dan's hat that he is very open about it. Yeah, I mean, I have <laughs> and Rocco's, and Rocco's. You, you can't, can't see Rocco's yeah. because Rocco's got black on black. black. Which, yeah. which is, but, is but honestly, wait. That's on purpose. So right. wait, I, I mean, it's. I'm not flashy. I yes, I have a mason hat with a mason symbol on it, but I don't want to go out in public and be flashy. It's not something I'm looking to flash my pin or anything like that mm -hmm. because you know what? It's fifty fifty right. with the public. Mm -hmm. So I I, that is true. I keep it that way. I, I you know it's oh if someone asks me or if someone comes up to me, yep. hey are are you involved too? Yeah, I'm involved, but. That's I think, not it. I, I wear think, mine everywhere. Yeah, uh, I'm super flashy. Like I, I wear a uniform all day, so I can't be flashy, and I'm not yeah. going to be wearing Masonic rings while I'm at work no, and moving lumber and everything. Yeah. So no. for me, I can't really wear it. The only thing I have on my my uh, car is the different ornamentals or whatever the hell. Yeah, you, all you, over the decals. How, yeah, yeah. However, on a Mason night when we're all in tuxedo and I got I'm I'm decked out with I'm not lots of lapel. Uh, not lots of lapels. So, I do three. So many. Pairs. I think three. Three's fair. I, 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 on each collar. I usually yeah. have no. one. <laughs> I usually have one or two. Okay. Maybe I'll pick an extra one and put it on, but I try not to overload it. Three is the max I usually. Three. Like, I like three. If you that wear is three, honor that's where fine. You just, you know, you're building your whole thing. Eventually, you look like a TGI waiter. Yeah, you, know? you know what like I should do? Soviet <laughs> Union general. <laughs> there you go. So, yeah, just right. Exactly. Uh, but I think we're pretty much... If somebody asked me, that's fine. Uh, just, you know... Don't, don't uh, ask me with the intent of trying to debate and uh, switch or whatever you want to debate call it, yeah. or heckle me yeah. because uh, don't be fooled by the baby face. I'm a tooth chipper, so <laughs> I'm, no, I'm just joking. Uh, but in all seriousness, like I'll walk away from you. But yeah, yeah we're pretty I, much open with it. I I'm think that I am as well, and I think that probably has a lot to do with our age group, right? Because uh -huh. even yes, in the agree, U.S., yeah. Nate, um, even in the U.S. in the 19 I would say 1940s to 1960s, that generation of Masons were very discreet as well. Um, that is true. We've yeah. kind of talked in prior episodes why that might be, uh, but that seemed to be a generational thing. Nowadays, if you you know if you're raised to the sublime degree of Master Mason, you go out and you put the stickers on your car. Yeah. I mean, we even given them out as giveaways at our Master Mason degree and. I would say 90% of the, the brothers that we raise go out and immediately put them on their cars. They go out and yep. get their rings. I think it's just, it's not that that generation wasn't proud to be Masons. I think they just showed it in a different way. Right. It was, uh, you well, know, they showed kind of it in their everyday actions, I believe. And, and, yeah. and we, sh we should strive to do the same. Yep. I, I agree. We should always strive to, you know, um, act Masonically. Um, but, I've, I've know, never I had a negative thing happen to me because of my flashiness. No, so. me neither. Yeah. But you, you know, know what? I, if that happened, like I said, I changed my opinion. I said 50-50. you got to feel out the room because I've been yeah. in situations, right, where you're 
yeah. automatically three eyes are on you now and say, oh, well, what's he involved in? What's yep. he doing? What's what's going on with him? Yep. Why is he? Why is he got this ring? You know, why has he got this hat? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, it's, it's so you, you, yeah, you have to feel the room. You have to know what you're getting into. I think. Mm-hmm. So we actually, uh, and I forgot to bring it up here. Uh, just give me a second. I'm looking for. All right, we're gonna go through some things. Uh, hey, brothers and companions, my name is Brother Bill Powell, Senior MC of. Of what? Let me read this. Just read it. Just read uh, it. Senior uh, MC of Audubon Parkside, number 218 in Audubon, New Jersey. I just found your podcast, oh, no. and I love it. I'm okay. 37 next Friday and planning to hopefully take the East when my son turns 18. 18 is the age minimum in New Jersey now. That's interesting. Nice. In eight years. <clears throat> so I'm working on making sure that there is a lodge to go to when he's of age. I love your segment on past masters and how to target how to target demo is our age, how your target demographic is our age. Then he's going to love our commercial that we're plugging in the middle here. (laughs) Honestly, my resolve was starting to waver before, because, uh, starting to waver from the lack of members less than 70. Mm -hmm. Uh, the same four people doing all the volunteer work. This is, yeah, Yeah. I mean, this resonates with us, brother, Mm -hmm. but your podcast Mm -hmm. fired me up to do my best within the length of my CT, which we won't, yeah. Go into any more detail on that. Mm-hmm. We are celebrating our 100 years in May, and I'm starting the planning now. We've also recently partnered with the Scouts oh, and growing nice. that relationship with our local historical society, which is awesome. And and yeah. I, cool. that that went a, that went a different way than I thought it was. I I, I thought it was going to be Good. a funny thing. But there's then, a no, question. That's after awesome. After oh, okay. And, Read the question. And the, the fact yeah, yeah. that you partnered with the scouts, I just I I, I want to say that's that's Rocco's a big that, scout guy. Yeah. yeah. Not a big scout guy. I'm just involved. <laughs> but the point is, the point is, well, nothing wrong with it. I was, I was ridiculing you. But the point is, we have other members in our lodge that are involved with the scouts mm-hmm. for quite a long time, for a number of years. I know men in different towns in Connecticut that are involved with scouts. Um, and and honestly, the volunteers work tirelessly, just like. And and to an extent harder than the Masonic. Uh, <laughs> and it was started. So by uh, real, real quick, I yeah. have to yeah. just <laughs> go <laughs> south with this whole no, thing. Sorry. Yeah. Anyway, Nathan Moss just chimed in quick, and he says, "Ken, your voice is so soothing, like Morgan Freeman." Oh. <laughs> You should do more voiceovers. Then I'm telling you, and you guys are gonna love the commercial. You have to listen to the podcast. I've been doing so many voiceovers for Brother George. <laughs> that frankly, I need you some green tea. It's like a smooth it's, voice. It's we're doing uh, we're doing uh, funny Masonic commercials about midway through our shows, and we're actually gonna pause here momentarily and do one episode. Uh, yeah, in Ken's spare time, he's sitting at but, home doing ASMR videos. Right? No, they don't even. I wish you could pause. Facebook Live. Are you able to pause Facebook Live and then come back to it? Or do you have to start? I mean, up you can you can stop and resume, but I think people people would, people would drop off at that point. Uh, so he has a question at the end of this. Fire away, Bill Powell. He says, "What else have you done that has proven a big payoff of members attending meetings?" Which is the five million dollar question. Uh, new interest in the craft, etc. That has been minimal effort. I'm in the process of redevelopment of our website as we speak. Uh, apologies for not having a Facebook account. So really, he's I tried asking, to fire. If you, and Bill, if you're listening to this, tough or question. Or if you listen to this podcast, um, I tried to fire back. I did try to respond to you, and it refused to take my response. Even when I did a, um, 
a thumbs up. It says sent failed. You cannot perform this action. So wow. if you're listening to this, I did get your message, but it's it's just not for whatever reason it's not allowing me to uh, to do it. So um, all right. Uh, so the question was big payoff uh, of members attending meetings, new interest in crafts uh, that has been minimal effort. That's the I've question. Got, I've got two things if you want to start with me this time. At your lodge. At my lodge, yes. Harmony so, 42. Yep, Harmony 42 in Waterbury, Connecticut. I was giving you the plug. I was Thank you. you the- appreciate that. <laughs> the first thing that we did that had a huge payoff Keep was... Okay, we did a uh, friendly caller program, which is a it's a Connecticut Grand Lodge program. Uh, some lodges do it, some don't, which is totally fine. Basically, what it is is you get a bunch of brothers together in a room from your lodge. Uh, you make it a planned activity, and you print out the membership list, the roles with all the phone numbers. Okay, and you look and you highlight those brothers that you haven't seen for a long time. Okay. And you break up that list, and you have the brothers that showed up that night call all those brothers. And just find okay. out how they're doing. You know, yeah. even the guys that went and retired down south or something yeah. like that, call them anyway, find out how they're doing, see if they need anything. And we yeah. got, I think, uh, we, we try to do it once a year, or twice a year is our goal, but we've been doing it once a year. And this past time that we did it at the beginning, I want to say it was the end of spring, and our last few summertime events, we had three or four brothers that we haven't seen in a long time. Show up at the event. Show up at the event. That's actually really cool. You know, some of them have been away for like five or six years, and okay. they showed up. That's awesome. So that's good uh, to get more brothers active. Yeah. Um, the other thing is, I mean, just coming from, a, from a, the perspective of a sitting master, um, make sure that you plan your entire agenda out ahead of time. Um, if you're not the master, but you have some say in that, um, give him a little bit of help. Help him plan out his calendar. If you have some planning skills, but you're not in line to be the master, just try to lend whatever assistance you can to make sure that he has an agenda laid out before he enters office. And then make sure it's posted to A, Facebook. B, <laughs> make sure the next four or five events, you know, send out routine emails to the membership and let them know what those event dates are and what the requirements are for attending. Um, and three, if you have a Lodge website, make sure it's always posted to the Lodge website. And if anything changes, make sure you keep all of those dates in sync. And awesome. I, I just want to That's jump in and say for, for, the, um, for this, this gentleman in Jersey, um, he's got quite a big following, right? He's, he's got 70, 70 people. And, and that he's saying it's down. The, the membership is I, down. See, when I read it, I didn't know. Does he mean 70, he's got 70, 70, 70, he's got 70 members? 70 members, 70 members and it's so. down, and it's yeah. down. So everything is bigger in Jersey. That's what fine. he said, from no, what I've gathered, He though. could have like 200 How members. Many active members. That's what he does. He said there's only four guys who do all the work. So I'm assuming yeah. he's probably got a 70 plus roster yeah, exactly. that's dwindling down, down, but there's to, only. Yeah, and what I'm saying is he's probably prime located. Like it sounds to me like he's in a congested area, like an area where you could have. 80, yeah. you know, right. 20, 40 active Masons at once, um, which is really cool to be in that position. And that's kind of, I wanted to address it directed towards him and say, you know what? Do things that are like food related with the community and, mm-hmm. and young, you know, that bring like five K's. Okay. That's a big, sorry, big no draw. Reason. A five K, um, even just good. showing up as a team. As four guys as a team, you'll find other guys that will be like, oh, you're running as a group? What's your group? We're Masons. Yeah. 
You know, and something like that. It's it's the community events I think that make the difference. Yeah, I agree. That's that's kind of what I was getting for. And and something like that. He's got, he's in an area that could, has a lot of potential. There's a lot of people, a yo- yes, lot of young I mean, people in that area. Dan, what other things that uh, we can do to uh, bolster membership? I honestly think between Ken and Rocco, you, I mean, that's pretty much it. I I really like Ken's idea of if you have a ton of inactive that are on your roster absolutely reach out to all of them i actually really think that's a cool idea because you know i mean a lot of those brothers kind of almost i feel like forget about it after not attending for so long and it takes no time almost zero effort i mean 10 15 minute conversation as a master you get five or six guys in a room you order a pizza and it costs whatever 20 20 bucks a couple beers i've also said make it fun don't make lodge meetings business meetings no yeah yeah you gotta gotta do fun things Hawaiian shirt nights. Hawaiian shirt nights, yep. like we just did. Crazy, <laughs> you know? crazy uh, Christmas Actually, I sweater. had this little conversation I think I put on uh, the community page about what do we think about themed lodge meetings. Like, uh, you know, uh, again, don't make it every single night, but, you know, dress up as, you know, it's, you know, it's funny. I'm being funny and facetious at the same time. Pirate night. Pirate night. There we go. Pirate night. Pirate night. I, I honestly, I think. Or the, do uh, think colonial the, night. Or do. I think the two a year are more than enough. I'm just saying. The two a year. But again, it gives somebody, it gives them people, oh, I can't wait to show up for this night. I can't wait to do this. Doesn't I'm just saying a theme, dress, whatever. But it could be a theme just in general. Like, you know, mm-hmm. find an old, old ritual book if you can from like old English and do the ritual in that. I and like the idea. Granted, you have your normal ritual. Old style but, table lodge. You could do old style type old yep. style table all those things are like everyone dressed like colonial table right. lodge. Fill your cans, boys. Cool. You guys are killing me. Sorry. Does that really Get make that much noise? Oh yeah, it's all right. loud. It's alright though. Alright. You're alright. Uh, fellas, fill your cannons. You're gonna need them. Right. Anthony Turner. He's been trying to send uh, a gift up to the lodge. Did you see the other questions on Facebook? Oh yeah, I seen them. I'm getting there, but I have. I, I don't no, want to no, skip no, over no, anything. Sorry, no, 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 I do not have do what, the gift that he gave us, but I'm going to show you guys what it is. It's a George Dickel Tennessee bottled in bond whiskey. What? Uh, yeah. No way. But wow, the bro. best part, and I have to show this to the community and you guys is how he sent it to me. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's well protected. That's great. I grabbed a lollipop too. By lots of <laughs> lots of lollipops. I just gotta wait. I just wanna hang it up there for a minute so everybody can see it. Thank you, brother. Thank you very much. So we appreciate it. We need to <laughs> toast, brother Anthony Turner. Dan's enjoying one right now. I am. Is that cherry yeah. flavor? It is, and that did not. But uh, he sent it. He sent it, eventually sent it to my house, and I said, oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> it was funny, though, but we're going to toast him now with what we have, and then we're going to toast him with the whiskey. Uh, I'm going to bring it on Thursday. When it shows up, if when you it, haven't drank it all. Oh, I have not. It's, sitting, it's actually sitting in my house. I completely forgot it. So. Just kidding. Brethren, right hand to arms. To arms. Ready. 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 Aim. Aim. Fire. Good fire. Fire. Together, brothers. Awesome. All right, Dan, you got it up. You want to read one of the questions? Because I think we got two up there. What do we got? Um, Tyler Tyler Sean Woodford. Yep. Who asks, have y'all been in the same lodge 
uh, y'all been raised. If not, how did you transition successfully into the, your new lodge? Uh, was there trails that came up that made you a better mason? Trials. It is sorry. trials. It's it, it's a misspell. I, that, no, but that yeah. Sorry, sorry. Just, don't worry, I brother Tyler. I have the same problem misspelling. Yeah, and exactly. So it's all good. Uh, who to start this one? You want to start this one? I'll George? start this one. You start this one. So the question: uh, Have you all been raised in the same? Uh, have you all? Were you been raised in, in the, the same, same lodge? lodge? Actually, I was not We're raised in, in Morningstar Lodge. I was not raised in Morningstar Lodge. I was actually, I've said it before, I'm, I'm raised in, uh, I was raised, I'm part of Morningstar Lodge, but back when I came in, they subcontracted, I love you saying subcontracted, <laughs> but they they subbed the workout, they subbed the workout to uh, King Solomon's Lodge number seven, which oh, okay. Steve loves breaking my stones about, but they're good lodge, good men. Hmm. Um, they were one of my lodge when I was district deputy, but uh, they're... I, that's where I was raised. So I wasn't actually physically raised in Morningstar by the Morningstar brothers. I was raised by somebody else. But I have been a Morningstar member since day one. Um, how did I transition? Uh, well, you were a member of the lodge. You started with Morningstar. Right. They just so did their degrees. Right. Also, so I've right? never yeah, really so. transitioned an to, an, to the rule. You're, I've never yeah, transitioned kind of into another lodge. So um, Was there trials that came up that made me a better Mason? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, many, many that I still continue to this day. Um, I think anytime I, I come up against adversity, or the best thing to do is have a level head and think before you react. I think that's a major, major core thing to do. So yeah, I've had trials. I've had multiple trials in this lodge and you know in other situations. You know that have reared their ugly head. They're going to be there. You cannot change the wind, but you can adjust the sails. Mm-hmm. Always remember that. Yep. Good analogy. That's what I got. Yeah, I like that one. I, Ken I and Rocco are giving each other the... I was going to say, I'm, I'm sitting here, going I'm sitting here absorbing what you first. said. No, I'm sitting here <laughs> absorbing what you said. I was going to say, I was raised I just kinda, in the same lodge that I'm in now. So yeah, We've all pretty much been part I of it. I don't know any, but... Uh, I, um, I, well, we, we were raised... No, you were raised in a different lodge, right? You're no, right. but yeah, just the ritual. No, no, he's, no, he's, he's talking, talking about, about like coming from a different like, lodge. Um, coming from a different lodge. I think we've only had brother Mike. Mike came from a different lodge, yeah. uh, and uh, De Blasi came from another lodge yes, too. Yes, yeah. So they would be able to right have insight on this. I don't think anybody in this now. Room, no. I came into masonry seeking masonry in New York. However, it didn't quite work out for me that way, and uh, just fate um how how things work out how things happen um the lodge and the lodges that i were visit i was visiting in new york were amazing and um some of them were were really gorgeous but there's only like one or two members active like there was no one wow. there in one of these it was um george george washington's house it was his it was uh a, you know a, a museum dedicated to him and uh, he had visited a couple times. That's why they made Real it quick. a museum. Real quick. I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt. But uh, Brother <laughs> Joseph <laughs> Bonacek says, when a man can't read, you get forced to do voiceovers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can read. No, I think he's talking about me. <laughs> anyway. So, uh, no, those lodges. In other words, York. I can't read. Hey, so that's so why I'm forcing you, you to do the voiceovers. voiceovers. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Very uh, nicely done. I'll, I'll wrap this one up real quick. Anyway, um, I, I sought out masonry in New York, and um, uh, 
I don't know why. Maybe their rosters, maybe they didn't have the, the manpower to do it, but um, they never could really follow up with me. Mm-hmm. They never. They tried. It happens a lot. They even tried. in Connecticut, lodges are bad with they that. They tried, and they really failed at even reaching out to me. And I was like, "What is going on here?" And that, that sucks as a potential petition. Exactly. Too, right? You're like, "Oh crap, am I not good enough?" Like, I moved to Connecticut. Well, you know what they say. You know what? Hell with them then. You yeah. know, I've been I've been pounded and questioned and questioned, and they can't reach out to me. I'll, never yeah. mind. I, I don't want to join it. To, in this case, Just I like walked that, into yeah. the lodge. It was a museum. I walked into the lodge and I sat down and filled out a petition, mm-hmm. and um, it was the investigation. And right. I don't think he could find three brothers to come. We're gonna pause Jeez. real quick. Wow, not right. gonna pause. Uh, are we gonna drop? Are you? This is to... where I'm gonna drop the commercial. Sorry, can't I, do it I live. Almost killed. But I'm just going to say, for those who are <laughs> listening, I know we're live, so we're going to keep rolling. We're Maybe I'll just pause really quick. Yeah. You want to pause it real oh, quick? I'll see if I know how to All right. Hey, stick with us, because I got uh, Adam Nelson and a bunch of other, que- uh, other questions coming in. So keep tight. The Freemasons Podcast presents Real Brothers of Genius. Brothers of genius. Today we salute you, brother angry, disgruntled past master. Brother angry, disgruntled past master. Only you can begin a conversation in lodge with, back in my day. Oh, 1800s. Sitting on the side with your intricately designed real silver fringe past master apron, you tirelessly shoot down idea after idea. Looking pretty mad. Put it to a vote? What vote? And even though you wanted that chili cook-off, you still won't show for it. Never gonna happen. So crack open an ice-cold orange dry, you knight of the naysayers, because every meeting you go to, you're the real master of the lodge. Brother angry, disgruntled past master. Brought to you by the Freemasons Podcast, Seymour, Connecticut. And we are back. I hope you guys enjoyed the commercial that I'm going to be plugging in. The only way to hear that commercial is going to be actually on the... Uh, you're only going to be able to hear it on uh, when you hear the audio of this come out. Podcast. The podcast. Yeah, the actual podcast. When the actual podcast yeah, comes podcast. out, it's on Apple, Spotify, it's it. yeah, Anchor. It's, it's so funny. It's it's funny. Me and, me and, me and Joe... Uh, me and Joe. Me and Ken put, uh, we put a lot of effort mm. into that, I think. True Freudian slip there. All right. Uh, all right. Let's get back into questions then. Adam Nelson says, how long did you ponder the idea of joining Freemasonry before contacting the Lodge? When did you know the time was right? What mm. type of research did you do to contact them? That's, that's nice. I like that question. Yeah. Fire away. So um, I actually think I researched Masonry three years prior to actually joining to actually no to to trying to join join in new york and i couldn't yeah um but i think i researched um and and you know i would watch the discovery channel or the the nat geo special of mason freemasons and and you're like this i didn't relate to it at all Mm -hmm. um and the only way i actually related was um that you know uh someone i work with their father was a mason Mm -hmm. and um and just you know the demeanor of him um you know the the he gave me guidance through through life so I, I was like wow you know this guy he's not even a mason but he comes from that yeah mm-hmm. and um and that means something 
you know, and 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 what does that mean? And it was always a question. What does it mean? <laughs> so mm-hmm. I always wanted to know what does it mean to be a Mason? What does it mean to go and meet up and have all these brothers? It's strange. So it was, it was actually really cool. Cool. So there we go. Um, Fire away. I actually, I will say, I didn't take much time to ponder it, and I did zero research. <laughs> like, I did zero research. It was a good friend of mine. Hey, Brian, our actual yep. uh, worshipable master. master. Yep. Yeah, our worshipable master is the one who got me in. He was a good friend of mine before, you know, I was any interested. And I've told the story a million times. You know, him showing up in a suit, it was just kind of always curiosity. And then once he proposed and was like no seriously you're it's a social networking like and at the time i was looking for work like side jobs and stuff like that and he was like this is perfect for you you're gonna meet tons of people and i took very little thought and i was like you know what let's give it a whirl and then i found out all the detail and intricacy of mm-hmm. the history behind it and basically once i was in that was it Ken. So I looked into it probably two or three months before I actually pulled the trigger on it. Um, I have no family members that I know of that were ever Masons. Um, I got interested in it a lot like you did, watching Discovery Channel, History Channel. Um, Didn't think it was something. I, I mean, all these misconceptions about Masonry, I mean, they impacted me at that point, too. I was like, oh, well, you have to be a rich man. You have to be an older man. You have to be retired. You have to have time for this. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to be a, a pillar of society and you know, uh, give so much money to charity and so forth. Um, and then, you know, a couple months later, I noticed that my neighbor, my next door neighbor, had a bunch of Masonic emblems on the back of his car. And he was the first one that I asked about it. Actually, just before that, I petitioned the lodge in Woolkit. Um, and I hadn't heard anything for a little while, obviously, you know, same same issue that you had, Rocco. Lodges get kind of overwhelmed. Yeah. Um, I think it was during the summer, too. So that during the summer months, a lot of lodges go to refreshment. You don't hear a lot. And, and we don't know about that as... Yep. as yeah, and as petitioners, you might people. not know about that no at all. So, so I hadn't heard anything. And a couple of weeks later, I saw that my neighbor had all this stuff on his car. And I talked to him, and I asked him what it was to be a Mason. And I knew he was a good guy. You know, he was the type of guy that he was retired, but like whenever my uh, my family went on vacation or something, he'd look after the property and be like, "I'll keep an eye on things for you." So he's a good neighbor. So I kind of knew he was a good man, and he had those emblems, and I was like, "What's this all about?" And that's you know, all you got to do is ask a mason. Yep. Sometimes it's a lot yeah. easier than doing research, and I'm I've glad been, I didn't do a lot of research. <laughs> I've got because, a coworker yeah. who who lives in Florida, and his next door neighbor is a mason, but he's a psychic. <laughs> So he's uh, got the cards with him as a psychic, and nice. it's interesting. It, yeah, I'm like, wait, you can you could go two ways with the Mason as a neighbor. <laughs> yep. All right, how long did I ponder? I didn't. I watched a show on the History Channel. They showed me the do- back of the dollar bill. They talked about the Lost Ark of the Covenant, and I was sold. That's I want to know. Sign me up. Yep. Go in head first. And and again, I seen a show on the History Channel that was kind of, you know, meh. maybe it was truth, maybe it wasn't. But uh, it was interesting to me. Presented it as facts. Now that this fact. is the, the subliminal message. You had the one, you had the one going, guy going, in, going into it with that grand idea or going into it with that, you know, all discovering secrets. Right. How do you feel now? Um, 
I still think there's secrets to be discovered. Cool. I think the secrets are in our ritual. I think the secrets are in, in the esoteric. They're in plain sight. They're in plain sight. And I think, mm-hmm. and I've said it before, and I'll say it again, nobody takes the time to actually study the ritual, the repeating numbers that we went over, you know, the, the threes, yeah. the fives, the sevens, the, all the numbers that you see in the Bible that run right into Freemasonry, the different units of measurement. It's all mathematics. Yeah. And I think the secret is in the actual... It's coded. I, I firmly believe it's, it's coded, and it's just a matter of learning how to crack that, that code. code. Uh, I mean, you have, uh, we've talked about it before, Hermes mm-hmm. Trismegistus, and we talked about the Kybalion, we talked about the Emerald Tablets of Thoth, uh, we talked a little bit more on, on Patreon about it. Yep. But they all, Freemasonry derives a lot of that from Hermetic teachings. You just got to look for it. Well, there's parallels everywhere. I there's mean, parallels, I, right. Yeah, I, I see them everywhere. So that's what, so that's what, uh, I didn't really ponder joining Freemasonry. Uh, the time was right, right then and there. Because <laughs> I, I don't delay. Head it's it's kind of how you it's, roll. It's now. Yeah. It's, it's now or never. Don't um, And what type of research did I do? I didn't. I really didn't. I, I did <laughs> yeah, no research. I did zero. Zero research. Yeah, but you know what, though? I am super glad that I did no research. Yeah. Because 90% of the research I would have pulled up would have been, been BS. BS. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So I'm I glad that I went in there with my blinders on. And I was just going to take it for what it was. And I'm glad I went that route. Yeah, Because now agree. I can sit back and go, nah, this guy thinks eh, yeah, we're taking over the yeah, world. Oh. He has no clue what he's talking about. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a conspiracy to take over the world. Yeah. Okay, Alex. And it would have okay, ruined Alex. a lot of the surprise of it. Calm yourself down, Yeah. I could see that too because now you can find everything online. Right. But honestly, online, online, there are really good communities that aren't, aren't. Well, we, you know, they like don't, us. they aren't bad. All right, but you don't know going into it. Yeah. There goes the good one. Well, not that all the other questions weren't good, but Nathan Moss says, "Brother Nathan Moss says, what kind of celebrations do you guys do for the fourth? Really interested in knowing what you do to celebrate this day of treason. <laughs> <laughs> While we blow things up. Yeah. Oh, usually wait, wait, it's usually drinking up. and then blowing yeah, up. Right? Drinking yeah, drinking and then Funnily blowing up. Funnily enough, yeah. uh, it is never, ever mentioned in history lessons growing up. Are there things that are specifically associated with celebrating the 4th? Masonic or otherwise? Guns. Huh. Um, yeah, really. Fireworks, definitely. Fireworks, usually. Fireworks I'm going to say this is a decidedly American thing is like fireworks, guns, and beer. No, like barbecue. It, I would and, say and barbecue. Yeah, hot dogs, hamburgers. Hot dogs, barbecue, hot dogs, hamburgers. and fireworks. It's kind of, it's kind of fall. It's yeah. become yeah. more we're, of we're a, like a labor day. Midwest. It's become more like a labor yeah, day. Yeah, but we're in yeah. New England. Um, I um, think. Talk about the country. I think a lot of the 4th of July, much like other holidays, let me also add, the true meaning of it is lost. Yeah, it's just a day to celebrate. Uh, I mean, granted, whatever. Easter has been written over a thousand times. Christmas has been written over a thousand times. But even now, I mean, you have, you know, Easter, you know, was actually never to do with, you know, the Christ rising from the grave. It wasn't. It was a celebration of the return of, it was a pagan holiday. The celebration of the returning of the season, which is why you have um, the the bunny, which is an emblem of fertility. Fertility, You have eggs another symbol of of fertility uh flowers and pastel colors because it's the returning of the season yeah and then you know but now you go from you know 
it went that, then it went to the rising of Jesus, and then yeah. after that, now and we're now back at bunnies and now we're no, well, that time is, is but that time period has always been holy. Look so at Christmas. Look yeah. at, just give it to that. Look it's at, always been holy. At Christmas that was another pagan holiday. And it yeah. was supposed to be it was supposed to be symbolical of the darkest day of the year, which was why they lit torches and lights and everything to the illuminate can- the darkness. In the window right. and everything. Now yeah. it became about Jesus and now and then it was, you know, Christ is born and now we're in Christmas trees and a fat guy sliding down your yep. chimney. So I, I mean, Fourth of July is kind of going the July's same way. Become, I mean, it's had less time to get to that point, but right. I think I it's mean, it's become more of a family. There, there were yeah. probably traditions which I don't know off the top of my head earlier I mean, in the country's gone. history. It's an American barbecue. Yeah, nowadays it's, it's an basically American you have a barbecue, barbecue, you have a celebration. Yeah, we celebrate the fact that we have freedom in this yep, country. That's it. Right, yeah. and you know, you take that for what it's worth, but some people just. Like the light fireworks off, and right? Yeah. Blow their fingers, oh, yeah. drink beer, and yeah, yeah. do dangerous <laughs> things. But um, yeah. history books, uh, pretty much. I mean, get into the history of it. Um, it's actually kind of a quagmire because uh, the Fourth of July is actually when they signed the document. It's not actually when it hit England. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and on top of that, they were already shooting at one another well before the Fourth of July. Yeah, so they were, they were at war for. Like and then the best months. part, they went into war for like how many years? So the actual, I have to look it up, and maybe somebody could look it up for me. Was the actual last day where the the English decided to leave? And great story, you'll love this one. But as they were sailing out of New York Harbor. One ship from the British fired one cannonball that landed just shy of the docks, kind of like a last, like yeah, up yeah. yours. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, it was very interesting story to read. But it wasn't. We didn't actually gain quote unquote our independence until much much later. Yeah. So Fourth of July is just kind of like a wrap everything into one type holiday. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Sons of Liberties are probably on that dock going like. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um. So. But that's pretty much all I got for that. Um, Shiler, uh, Tyler, Sean, Woodford. For me, I never looked into researching masonry. I had heard about it, and that's all I knew about it. My great friend and brother got me into it, just jumped in. Great decision yep. of my life, personally. Yeah. Same thing. It's the best way to do it. Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, brother Joseph Bonachuk. Again, if I'm butchering your names, I'm terrible at it anyway, so you can't really blame me anymore. Um, if you have a genuine interest, open mind and open heart, you are ripe. There should be a lodge or two uh, close. Two close. Uh, go close to, to you. Yeah. Oh, close. Yeah, sorry. That's what he means, yeah. Go to dinner, meet the brothers, and find your chemistry fit. Perfect. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Yeah. That is best advice. Still waiting for that Prince Hall special, though. Yes, uh, I haven't got into the Prince Hall yet. Uh, actually, uh, while we're on that subject, the next podcast we're doing on Thursday, I'm actually having the Widow's Son coming up. The uh, Wid- uh, Widow's uh, Son Motorcycle Club. Club. Okay. Nice. At, I'll see if I can talk to the, the brothers of Kellogg Lodge. Uh, I actually have a brother. I'll tell you right now. Brother Carlo... Gargiulo. He is a member of Widow's Son, and he's going. To, he's actually at a bike, bike rally right now, but he's going to be up here, and we're going to learn all about it. Uh, I know, personally, I know nothing about it. I know they're Masons. That's all I know. But uh, we're going to get into uh, a whole bunch of other... We're going to find out all about them. But that's I've been the to a couple uh, Grand Lodge events where the, the guys have their... I, 
I'm going to show my ignorance of bikers. I don't know anything about it, but like that leather. The cut. 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 cut? It's okay. called a cut. The cut that has the widow sons in the back. And yeah. it's like it, these guys are giant like vest, monsters with these it, cuts yeah, on. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, hey. What's up, brother? <laughs> <laughs> um, I just want to understand scheduling for me on podcast is extremely difficult to get people up here. Um, I've actually, I'm going to be reaching out to the Grand Master at some point, and I'm going to see if I can get the Grand Master <laughs> of the Grand Lodge of the State of Connecticut up here. He's right already there. said that he would be interested in coming up here and, and, and doing a podcast with us. That'd be awesome. So I would like to get the Grand Master up here. Um, on top of that, scheduling is extremely difficult because not only is it, A, I have to search for these people, for these brothers that are part of these different affiliations, York, mm-hmm. right, Scottish, right, Prince Hall, name it. And then actually get them to be willing to come up and talk is a whole nother story because yeah, eh, no, nah, I don't have a radio voice. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, that's that, that's not my thing. So it, it takes a while for me to really get the ball rolling on certain things. Yeah, so. no doubt. Uh, what do you got over there, Dan? I see your face. <laughs> Question coming in, Nathan Moss. Oh boy. <laughs> on the speaking of holidays, you know what the um, what will bleep? What the bleep is uh, lab- <laughs> Labor Day? Labor Day. Swear <laughs> you guys are just making up public holidays to not go to work. I mean, don't you guys? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, God. you got this one. That one, that one, you gotta that give to. You gotta like, give to him. Well, I thought to my head, like, what is Labor? I have. No clue. Labor Day, well, Labor Day like, is like right? It's a day I don't get yes. to work. Or I don't Labor work. Day is <laughs> a national holiday, and it was a day of rest from your labors. And it was pretty whatever. much. It's, <laughs> it was pretty much for everybody but you, Rocco. It's like whatever. Okay. Well, it was started with unions. Uh, we have unions in the states. I don't know what it's like over in other countries, but we have uh, labor unions, and basically, it's a group of you know, employees that get together and they form a union. And basically what happens is if they don't like the change in uh, medical care or they don't like the change of, you know, how they're not giving raises as frequently. They're able to collectively negotiate. They collectively negotiate. And if it doesn't work out, they walk out. They literally leave their company. Stop and Shop just went on uh, strike not too long ago. And the company itself lost billions of dollars yeah, yeah. That I'm, the, I'm that yeah. guy like, unstocking the, the the shelves at everyone else outside <laughs> i'm the so guy unstocking the scab. shelves I'm, I'm collecting i'm collecting what twice my pay three times my pay so basically no, that, just, that's just saying <laughs> yeah, so that's pretty much labor day in an ex, in a nutshell and it's a nationally oh, recognized holiday and i don't really think that uh the country had really a choice in not making yeah, the holiday exactly. considering that. Unions kind of right. took it over and everybody sweat. else was like, oh, an extra day right. off of work? <laughs> we'll yeah, take we'll take that we'll too. Take that. Yeah, oh, unions yeah. have power. Okay, we get yeah, it. Yeah, we get it. Tyler, <laughs> Tyler, again, what do you believe is your greatest achievement Masonic-wise? The knowledge you have learned, volunteering, wow. impacting the others around you, etc. What is your greatest achievement? This ought to be good. That's hard. I don't is hard. I don't really think of honestly, what I've done in Freemasonry yeah, in terms of achievement. Is it I Masonic achievement that we're talking about? Masonic I think he's talking about, yeah, what do you believe yeah, is your greatest Masonic, achievement yeah, Masonic-wise? Yeah. What is your greatest achievement? That's why I feel like I'm almost still kind of young, and I haven't put in as much time to really have a huge achievement. Okay. I would like to one day be maybe Worshipful Master and have goals to a good achievement, but I went through pretty far in the seats 
I say maybe handling that, handling the seats and kind of getting thrown in there last minute would probably be my big achievement because I, w- I didn't even know what masonry was. And as soon as I got my master mason, it was, oh, guess what? You're senior steward. Yeah, yeah, you'll be fine. Don't worry about it. There's only a few lines. You're, you're good. You remembered all those, you know, all your obli- or all your uh, I don't yeah, ritual. Any, yeah, you know? I, yeah. yeah. You'll be good. I, I, this is way less than that. that You'll be all right. I don't think anything that I've ever done that I consider as a Masonic achievement, I think I still have much more to achieve. So I don't want to say, no, yeah, this is my greatness. That's, that's, yeah, that's kind that's of where I'm at. Of, it's uh, like life is in flux. I'm and not going to stop. I'm my Masonic I'm career. Life is going to stop. Yeah. What would be my ultimate goal for what I would consider a great Masonic achievement is this podcast taking off and watching the numbers of Freemasonry mm. instead of going negative, start no. turning a corner uh, yeah. because of what we're trying to do. And yeah. I'm, I'm not that just saying cool. our podcast specifically, but all Masons who put themselves out there on a podcast or on a radio show or anything of that nature to get us more in the limelight. Any of those Masons, I think, are that is a great achievement. Yeah. I mean, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to. Go back one step or two steps and say, um, I've seen. You already had your turn. No, I'm just kidding. No, I've seen men. I'm I'm being serious. No, I'm I'm being really serious here. That when you've gone to a Masonic funeral and you've seen someone draped in their lambskin, um, that that is uh, that's the culmination of that man's achievements. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, in his Masonic career, right? Yeah. So that I see his achievements when I go to the funeral. Yeah. I don't see my achievements. I see that guy's yep. achievements. So that's that, that's all I want to say. Ken, what do you got? No, I mean I I like what Rocco was saying. I don't really think about what I've done in Freemasonry in terms of my own personal achievement. Hmm. I think about what I've done for other individuals, and that's really what Freemasonry is all about. We're not doing this for our own personal gain. We're not doing this for titles and accolades. Right. We're doing this for the betterment of man. Mm-hmm. So anything that I've done in the past in Freemasonry to that end, like you said, the, the funerals, I've done several funerals, and I never felt better about Freemasonry than when I've sent a brother out or sent a brother off in, in proper mm-hmm. due form. And I, I, think, think I think that person has reached... Like that's their accomplishment. All right, we're gonna do a couple more and questions. We give that to them, give them honor to them yep. at that time. You know, we're gonna do a couple more I questions, really and we're gonna start to wrap this up. So, Tyler, Sean, Woodford. Actually, we're gonna do a lightning round. So, I'm just gonna point at you, and you're gonna answer the question. <laughs> that's how we're gonna do it. Jeez. Tyler, Sean, Woodford. Last question for me. Now, I'm trying to get back into reading. What book, masonically or in generally, has really changed some of your perspectives in life? Boy, and he points right at me. Yep. Um, Michael. Karpovich, Kapovich, Karpovich. Mm-hmm. I think it's Michael. Uh, I'm sorry, Michael Karpovage. K A P A R O V A G E. Something Can't like always that. Have to spell something. Um, I think I've talked about it in previous episodes. He's written a couple different series of books that have uh, Masonic allusions. He's kind of like a mystery writer. Um, so if you're into mysteries, if you're into like modern day kind of fiction um, with you know Masonic overtones, I highly recommend you take a look at his books. I would say those are probably the only ones that I've read with Masonic overtones that are you know worth oh, nice. worth recommending on the podcast. Right, so we're gonna go through the last couple things. Uh, Joe says, 
what's up, Nathan Moss? And then after that, uh, Joe Oxley says Labor Day is awesome. <laughs> uh, Joe Zanina says in Canada we have Boxing Day. <laughs> <laughs> For the record, Joe is not Canadian. Listen back to a prior podcast no, 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 on that one. Uh, Joe Oxley also writes, we are undefeated world champions for football. We can make up whatever we want. America, the best country in the U.S. (laughs) The best country in the U.S. That's great. That's the best thing I've heard all day. (laughs) Nathan Moss says, we have like nine banks. uh, We have nine bank holidays in a year. So that's great. Bank holidays. Yeah, like, uh, you know, just random. Those are holidays that only banks celebrate and the rest of us have to work. (laughs) Yeah. Basically what that means. Uh, Right. Brother Joseph Bonacek says, uh, Joe Oxley, don't forget back-to-back World War champions. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. He replies with Booyah (laughs) and the Civil War. Ah, We were fighting against ourselves and we still won. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we won. That's like punching (laughs) you in the face and saying, you're punching yourself (laughs) in the face and saying, I won. Yeah, I I beat the crap. I kicked my ass. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a what, liar, liar? When he comes to the bathroom, like, back to back World War champions. <laughs> yeah, I love like that. that. That's, yeah, that's, that's classic. Yeah. Well done. You, Bold, do they yeah. give you a ring for that? Uh, Joe <laughs> observing the craft by uh, by Andrew Hammer. That is a good one, and he's actually I've met the brother. Mm. Um, let's see here, Joe Oxy. Fair enough. Uh, thanks, Joe Normus, and that's pretty much all we got. So, uh, uh, if I missed anything, <laughs> if you've had any questions or anything, and I've missed, uh, fire them into me. We'll get to them at a later podcast, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this pretty much wraps it up, fellas. What do you think? Yeah. And again, if you want to see, we're going to start doing a commercial segment in between every single podcast (laughs) from here on in. Uh, They're meant to be humorous. They're meant to be funny. I hope that no one takes offense to them. They're meant to poke fun at a stigma. And understand that the ones that the commercials we're going to be doing, I'm actually making fun of myself on a couple of them. And so I feel like I fall into a lot of these categories of the commercials we're going to be making. Yeah. We're kind of making fun of an aggregate, too. Yes. Not, not any one yeah. person. Not anyone in particular. Yeah. We Again, we would never make fun of you know a, a individual or particular brother. This Especially is more of just a humorous, poking fun at type thing. But it's going to be pretty funny. Uh, I think the last one was pretty funny. So uh, if you want to hear that, tune in to the Freemasons podcast on Apple, Spotify, Anchor, Stitcher. We're on every major podcast thing. So... For the Freemasons Podcast, I am Right Worshipful Brother George Marjorie signing off. Brother Rocco. Brother Daniel. Worshipful Brother Ken. Have a good night, everyone.